the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today's gospel, we heard about two men who were the uh, disciples of St. John the Baptist. There's two men who follow Jesus. And one of them, we're told in the gospels, one of the, one of the men, um, is, his name is Andrew, and the other one, we're not given a name. And sometimes we're not given all the details because it's the opportunity for us, the Holy Spirit wants us to enter into it. So this nameless disciple of St. John the Baptist, we can say is us. We are that nameless disciple. So as we can place ourselves in the scene that we are the ones who are following Jesus, and we, Jesus turns around and asks the two disciples in the gospel 2,000 years ago, he's saying the same exact thing to us. What do you seek? What are you looking for? Those four words are words that we are still trying to figure out. Brothers and sisters, Jesus knew when he was asking them, what do you seek? He knew already what they're looking for. He knew that they wanted peace, they wanted joy, and they wanted fulfillment. They wanted a life of fulfillment. And so Jesus is asking us again the same exact question. He knows we want peace. We seek peace. We seek fulfillment. We seek joy. No one here, if I went around from person to person, would say, I disagree with you. Father, I don't want peace. I don't want joy. I don't want fulfillment. I feel bad for you, Lord. If that's the case, if that's the situation. But nobody would say that, right? Because that's what we want. That's our desire, is to find fulfillment. So Jesus asks us today, what do you seek? What are you looking for? Maybe it's power. Some of us want power. I want to be the boss. I want to call the shots. I want my dreams to come to real life. I don't want to work for people. That's not a bad thing to want power. But no matter what, it doesn't seem to be working because the more power I have, no joy, no peace, I don't feel fulfilled. If I was fulfilled, I'd be happy with a certain parameter of power, a certain number of people that I'm responsible for. We want more, and we want more, and we want more. Really, what do we seek? We seek God in that situation. Maybe we want money. A lot of people think that if I have a lot of money, then I will feel peace. I'll feel this fulfillment in life. And no matter how much money we have, we don't seem to be fulfilled. I want more, and I want more, and I want more. How many zeros in the bank account until we could say, you know what, I'm done seeking money? It doesn't happen. Even in that case, we're looking for God. Maybe I want a nice body, right? Maybe I want to go to the gym all the time, and I keep going to the gym. Maybe I have a lot of surgeries. I want that really chiseled body that I see on Instagram and those people that I follow. I want that. And we get surgery, and... We go to the gym and we try things, and those are not bad things. I'm not promoting surgery, but I'm just saying that those are, in themselves, they're not bad things to work out, take care of our bodies, like power and money are not bad things. How much is enough, though? Because we get surgeries and we go to the gym and we become obsessed with the body. It's not enough. I'm not at peace with how I look. I'm not at peace with what my body looks like, and I have no joy and I don't feel fulfilled. Maybe I want the next adrenaline rush. I want, to jump out of a, I want to jump out of an airplane and go skydiving. Or maybe I want to go and do this. I want to ride this roller coaster. And I think that's really going to fulfill me. I'm going to go. And we go. And we're not fulfilled. We want more. Pleasure, right? Food, friendship, and vacations. I can't wait to go on vacation. We go on vacation and we come back and we want to go on vacation again. Why? It's because we're not fulfilled. A vacation cannot fulfill us. Vacations are good. They're not bad things. Maybe it's honor. I want people to honor me. I want to be respected in the community. I want to make a difference. I want to be popular. I want to be noticed on social media. And so we go and we do that. People follow us and they like us and they compliment us and we're not fulfilled. 
There's no joy and there's no peace. No matter how many followers I have, I want more and I want more and I want more. How about sin? We think that sin will satisfy us. Nobody would sin if they didn't think there's going to be some type of satisfaction that we endure in our lives, that we, we get. In all reality, right, if we think about it, we think that sin will satisfy us, but no matter the amount of sin that we put ourselves in, we're not fulfilled. We want more. We become like addicts. And so there's this great saint who said, the young man who rings the bell at the brothel is, un- is unconsciously looking for God. Back in the day, they would ring a bell. They'd go to a brothel, brothels where prostitutes are, and they would ring a bell, and she would come out. And this great saint said, when they ring that bell in sin, really, through that bell ringing, what they're looking for is God. What they're looking for is Jesus. And how about us? What do we seek? When it comes to sin, when I'm on my phone or on my laptop and I'm going to inappropriate sites in that moment, what do I seek? I really want God. I really seek Jesus. But we think, nope, this site, this time is going to be this ultimate or I'm going to go to the casino because this time is going to really fulfill me. I'm going to feel good or I'm going to go to this bar and I'm going to have this other drink. I'm going to commit this in because this is what I need. This is going to be satisfying. And brothers and sisters, we're as empty we're, we're, we haven't been as empty as we've ever been. We are so empty. We feel this way. Again, it's a bit shocking to think that the person ringing the bell or the person on the pornographic site is looking for Jesus. But that's truly what we seek. He's the only one who can fulfill us. He's the only one who can bring the peace and the joy that we really desire. Jesus tells us what type of seeking on earth will give us that peace, fulfillment, and joy. He says in Matthew 6, Jesus says, But seek first the kingdom of God, And everything else will be yours. That in that seeking that we're on, every day, every hour we're seeking for something, Jesus is saying that if we seek the kingdom, which is heaven, while we're here on earth, we'll feel peace. We'll feel fulfilled. We'll feel that joy that we really, really want. And it's because only in heaven, when we're united to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we're going to be at peace. We will have full joy. We will be completely happy. But we're looking for it here on earth, and it's not working. St. Catherine Catherine of Siena said, My Lord, set me on fire with love for you. Let me think of nothing, crave for nothing, yearn for nothing, search for nothing but you. She was seeking Jesus throughout her day. We're called to seek Christ throughout our day because we want him. As busy as we are at work and we're making a lot of money, at the end of the day, in the, in, the, in, in the process of all that, really what I want is God. Work is good. But I have to give permission to God. I have to give permission to God to nudge me throughout my day. Hey, what are you looking for today? What are you looking for in this hour? You want me. And I'm nudging you. Have we given permission to the Lord to, sit, to nudge me? To say, I seek you, Lord, in the beginning of my day. We're good at morning prayer. We're good at evening prayer. But how about throughout my day? Am I giving permission to the Lord to say, God, just nudge me a little bit. Jesus, I know I get sucked up in things of this world. I know that I seek you at the bottom, in the bottom of my, in my, in my soul, in the, in the midst of my heart. I seek you. I want you. I yearn for you. But I'm human and I end up yearning and seeking and craving other things like work or money or productivity. So let us give permission to Jesus and say, Jesus, I give you permission to just nudge me. I was on a retreat a couple of weeks ago. And uh, there's a church on their property, and every hour the bell would go off. And they don't, we're not having mass every hour, so I asked, and I said, 
I asked the, the rector of the, of the seminary there, I said, why, why does the bell go off every hour? He said, it's a reminder for the seminarians to look at God in the midst of their busyness, in the midst of their work. Every hour, the bell would go off. And that's Jesus saying, hey, I love you. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Are we allowing God to ring some type of internal bell? Are we giving God the permission to nudge us throughout our day to say, hi, I love you. I'm thinking about you. And then we can respond and say, I love you too, Lord. I crave you, Lord. I know I'm busy with my schoolwork, but I ultimately seek you. But we're afraid to give Jesus that permission. We're scared of what he's going to ask from us. Oh, who, if I give God permission, he's going to want me at daily mass and I have to do holy hours every day. How about a 30-second silence? That leads to peace. That leads to fulfillment. We'll experience a true joy in the midst of our hearts. How about a quick Hail Mary throughout my day? How about our Father? How about just putting myself in God's presence three or four times a day when God just says, hey, thinking about you, and I just drop my phone, I drop my laptop, I drop my books, and I just stop and I say, right now, right now, Lord, I'm, I'm in your presence. Right now, I'm thinking about you because you're thinking about me. And right now, Lord, I seek you. And that's a game changer. That's what we have to do. Because until we do that, we will not find the peace, the joy, and the fulfillment that we really want. We're going to keep turning to sin, and money, and cars, and clothes, and fill in the blank. And it doesn't last. I'll end with a story. A poor man complained to God and begged him day after day send, to send him a valuable treasure so that he wouldn't be poor anymore. One day God appeared to him in a dream and enlightened him. Son, I will answer your prayer. Go outside your village. You will find an old man lying in the shade of a tree with a bag around his shoulder. Ask for the diamond in his bag and he will give it to you. The man set out and actually saw the old man resting in the shade of the tree. He said to him with excitement, God sent me to give, God sent me to you that you would give me the precious diamond you carry in your bag. The old man replied with pleasure, God is enough for me, not this diamond. He opened the bag and pulled out the large precious diamond and gave it to the poor man. The man was in amazement at the size of the beautiful diamond he was holding in his hand. He rushed home with excitement and screaming to his wife, Honey, we're no longer poor. Look at the size of this thing. He then searched for a place to hide the diamond. He placed it under his pillow but was scared that thieves might steal it at night. He hid it in the cabinet but was worried the children might find it. Finally, he decided to dig a hole in the backyard but was afraid his neighbors might find it. The poor man stayed up all night changing the hiding place of this treasure. In the morning, he discovered that now as a rich man, he was so anxious, unfulfilled, and sad about where to hide this diamond that he had lost his original joy, peace, and fulfillment as a poor man. So he decided to return to the old man the next day. He saw him in the same spot, resting under the shade of the tree. And he said to the old man, Sir, take back your diamond and give me the other diamond, which is carried in your heart, that diamond that allowed you to give me this diamond without hesitation and regret. So brothers and sisters, this is what we're called to do. We're called to seek God first in his kingdom. 
will receive that joy, that peace that we seek for our lives. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. And what will he find in your soul? A soul seeking other things other than him to give us peace, joy, and fulfillment in this world, leaving us more empty than ever? Will Jesus find a soul turning to him throughout our day because I know that he is the only one who can give me the peace, joy, and fulfillment that my soul truly desires? Brothers and, sisters here, 